Today is Friday, December 11th, 2020, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis, your Weather Command forecast. First off, we've got a special weather statement from the National Weather Service office in Great Falls. They say that the fog that we've seen throughout the overnight and this morning is continuing to dissipate, but there could still be fog through the early afternoon, leading to reduced visibilities. Road surfaces, sidewalks, and bridge decks could still be icy due to the fog and or freezing drizzle that was observed this morning. Just slow down, allow extra space between vehicles, and turn on your low beam headlights if you encounter fog while you're driving. For the rest of your Friday, cloudy, slight chance of snow, and patchy light freezing drizzle. Patchy fog in the afternoon, highs around 30, northeast winds 5 to 15 miles an hour, 20% chance of precipitation. Tonight, colder and cloudy, 20% chance of snow. Patchy dense fog after midnight, lows 15 to 20, east winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Saturday, mostly cloudy, highs 25 to 30, northeast winds up to 10 miles an hour, shifting to the west in the afternoon. Saturday night, colder and mostly cloudy, lows 5 to 10, Northwest winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Sunday, mostly cloudy. Highs 15 to 25. Northeast winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Sunday night, cloudy. 20% chance of snow. Lows 5 to 15. Monday and Monday night, mostly cloudy. Highs 20 to 30. Lows 5 to 15. Tuesday through Thursday, mostly cloudy. Highs 30 to 40. Lows 15 to 25. The Haver School Board held a special meeting Thursday night and selected Scott Adams, to fill the trustee seat that was vacated when Brian Williams resigned earlier this fall. There were eight initial applicants for the position. Scott Adams, Jim Donovan, and Lorraine Larson were selected as the three finalists at the November 24th board meeting following a screening process. Adams is a 1995 Haver High School graduate and works at the United States Automobile Association. The seat will be back up for election in May, and the winner of that election will serve for two years. During the meeting, it was also announced that Trustee Ed Hill has submitted his letter of resignation, which will be on the agenda at the board's January meeting. Hill was elected to represent House District 28 in the Montana Legislature. This means the board will soon have to go through the same process to find Hill's replacement. The Hill County Commission held their regular weekly business meeting on Thursday morning and approved a series of agenda items. The commission was notified of two retirements of employees with the Hill County Sheriff's Office. Transport Officer Jeremy Smith and Dispatch-slash-Civil Secretary Eileen Parsons will be leaving the office at the end of the calendar year. Smith has worked at the Sheriff's Office for 24 years, while Parsons has worked there for a decade. Also at the meeting, by a 2-to-1 vote, the commission approved having the Great Northern Fairgrounds office building assessed by Newfield's Co-LLC via contract with Bearpaw Development to check for asbestos and mold. The dissenting vote came from Mike Wendland, who said he didn't have enough information about Newfield's Co-LLC to approve the agenda item. This comes after a fall 2019 snowstorm caused severe damage to the roof of the building. The assessment comes at no cost to the county thanks to the Brownsfield's EPA program. However, if mold or asbestos is found in the building, the county could be on the hook to pay for fixing the issues. The building is currently unused, but the fair board has discussed potentially using it for storage at some point. Other action taken at the meeting included approval of a budget amendment adding over $73,000 to the health department's budget via CARES Act funding and accepting a maternal childhood health care block grant of over $20,000 for the health department. The Shoto County Health Department announced their first influenza case of the season on Thursday, saying that a teenager had contracted it. The same precautions used to protect against COVID-19 can be used to prevent the flu. Wash your hands frequently, cover your cough, stay home if ill, avoid crowds, and wear a mask in public. In addition, anyone that has yet to get a flu shot this year 
should consider doing so as soon as possible. No other north-central Montana county has announced an officially confirmed case of influenza this season. It is potentially the first influenza case reported in Montana this season. As the DPHHS website said on Thursday, that no influenza cases had yet to be reported in the state. Taking a look at COVID-19 updates for today, locally, the Hill County Health Department was notified of 15 new COVID-19 cases Thursday, had 33 people meet the recovery criteria, and reported one COVID-related death. Hill County has now reported 1,472 total cases of the virus, 124 are active, four of which are hospitalized, 1,315 have recovered, 33 have died. Blaine County reported six new COVID-19 cases Thursday, had two people meet the recovery criteria, and reported one COVID-related death. Blaine County has now reported 565 total COVID-19 cases, 36 are active, one is hospitalized, 508 have recovered, 21 have died. Over in Phillips County, they announced yesterday four new COVID-19 cases had five people meet the recovery criteria, and added two new hospitalizations. The total case count in Phillips County, 362, 48 are active, five of which are hospitalized, 305 have recovered, nine have died. Liberty County says over the past 24 hours, they have confirmed no new COVID-19 cases and added three recoveries. Their total case count remains at 97, and they've previously reported one COVID-related death. Meanwhile, Shoto County has not provided a COVID-19 update of late, but if they do provide one, we'll make sure to pass it along. Turning to state news, today's COVID-19 updates in from the Department of Public Health and Human Services. Today, Montana reported 991 new COVID-19 cases and added 24 COVID-related deaths, bringing the total case count to 71,870 and the death toll to 805. The active case count is at 9,972. Active hospitalizations, 372. The counties with the most new cases today, Lewis and Clark, 159, Yellowstone, 127, Missoula, 96, Flathead, 85, Gallatin, 77, Cascade, 68, Lake, 36, Butte, Silverbow, 28, Ravalli, 27, Dawson and Jefferson, both 23, Rosebud, 21. Montana Governor Steve Bullock was joined by U.S. Surgeon General Jerome Adams Thursday as they commended residents for reducing the spread of COVID-19 in the state, even as the number of cases in other parts of the country are on the rise. The number of confirmed COVID cases in Montana has declined in the past two weeks, but testing numbers have remained steady. The governor attributes the decline to new restrictions that went into place November 20th, expanding an existing mask mandate to the entire state. Adams urged confidence in the new COVID-19 vaccine. The first doses are slated for delivery next week. Police in Missoula have arrested the suspect in a shooting death. Sergeant Travis Welsh said Christopher Lance Newrider was arrested 4.30 p.m. Wednesday at the apartment complex where the shooting took place. Prosecutors have filed a deliberate homicide charge against Newrider for the death of 33-year-old Sundance Ron Leon Hernandez. An arrest warrant said bail at $1 million, and the Missoula County Jail roster does not yet list any court appearances for Newrider. Investigators say they found a weapon near the Clark Fork River in the area where Newrider was last seen after Tuesday's shooting. And now, taking a look at your wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. Hill County winner wheat $5.01. Spring wheat $4.83. Blaine County winter wheat $4.91. Spring wheat $4.78. Liberty County winter wheat $5.06. Spring wheat $4.83. Shoto County winter wheat $5.01. Spring wheat $4.83. And Phillips County winter wheat $4.86. Spring wheat $4.73. And that does it for your Friday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening. And remember, seven days a week, we're your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. 
Have a great rest of your Friday and a good weekend. Stay safe out on those roads and please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.